0: Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening
1: and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network.
2: Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here, now.
0: Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. We're glad to have you with us today. And and we have a first this week. Well, I guess if you listen to the last show, it's, it's a second, but it's still a first for the overall week.
3: Yeah, it's the first in the after hours, so it's still a first.
0: It is the first in the after hours. David actually showed up, a yeah,
3: yeah. brought a clip, Ooh. b yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and picked a topic.
0: Woo-hoo. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good job,
3: David. Yep, yep. Um, so our topic this week is motivation, <laughs> and I was really going for not your standard, you know, um, definition of that. More of a of what gets you going when life beats you down to continuing your walk. Uh, with God. And it comes from first Corinthians 15, 58 from the message version. Um, with all this going for us, my dear, dear friend, stand your ground and don't hold back, throw yourself into the work of the master confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. Uh, for me, motivation wise is, you know, the things we do here, the masculine journey, the entrenchments, the boot camps, but even deeper into that is the fact that I get up every morning and come in contact with the community. And I never know who I'm going to come in contact with. And I've had the opportunity, um, well, I want to say God's given me the opportunity to be able to share uh, some of my story with people that, you know, I never thought I would have talked to about that. So um, that's how that that gets me going in the mornings, for sure, especially when uh, the warfare is just beating you down and you just don't know where to go.
0: Yeah, I can't uh, I can't imagine how much your day can be significantly different from uh, one hour to the next, just depending because you're working with, you know, just anyone that walks through the door.
3: Yeah, yeah. on an average um, for the business is what they say. The business model, on an average, uh, I see about three thousand people a day.
2: Wow! So those who don't know, David works for
3: Sheets. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, you know, I'm sure uh, all our listeners has the Sheets probably on every corner. Great company to work for.
0: If they're in the this general area, if they're out west,
3: not so much. Uh, if you're in Ohio, and we're moving into Michigan, so not trying to plug on. That's not there. west. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, Ohio's it's, heading out west. Uh, it's, it's Midwest. Kind of, Midwest well, it's
0: west. Yeah. Well, it's west of here, technically. Yes, mi- I guess mi- so. middle west, right? Something yeah, like that? There, we have a thing called the Mississippi River. And usually, oh. on the other side of that is usually what. And in Mexico, Colorado, yeah, the, California.
3: The Pacific Northwest. Well, I mean, we're going to you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. At some point, we're going to be out towards that way. Yeah. Right now, we're more on this side. So. Yeah, it's on the East Coast-ish. So. Ish.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, uh, who has the first clip? You do, David. Oh, I That's do. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Perks of, you know, picking the topic, I guess. Yeah, you get to so, pick when you go. Um, this is a, a, an audio of um, speeches kind of mashed up together. Um, found it on YouTube. I'm not a big... Is it uh, sort of a monster mash? It is. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean... Mash. It's it a depends. great smash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, d- it depends on who your motivational speakers that you like are. It could be.
0: Yeah, Boris Karloff, all yeah. the guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I'm not a big <laughs> motivational speech listener. Um, in fact, just for this topic is the first time I probably ever typed in motivational speech in YouTube. Um, but it's uh, some good stuff, so let's take a listen and we can come back and talk about it.
2: If fear is cultivated... It will become
0: stronger. If faith is cultivated, it will achieve mastery. Take faith to be what we hold in ourselves. Faith must be fostered by the man or woman you see every day in the mirror. The only thing that will change your life
1: is you must raise your standard. The thing you said should happen has to happen. If you can believe it, you can achieve it recognized for success success every day success is a daily thing not a destination thing the secret of success is determined by your daily agenda we make decisions and then we manage decisions what you want to be tomorrow you've got to do today what I am doing
0: Keep trying different
4: things. Passion is its the full force of your attention and energy that you give to whatever is right in front of you. Just start doing. Your passion follows you.
5: It should not be healed because somebody else likes you. It should be healed because you believe something good about yourself.
1: The road to success is through commitment
2: and through the strength. To drive through that commitment.
0: Everybody has a calling. Calling is something that was just a whisper to you. And when you begin to honor that whisper and to follow that, you end up being the best that you could be. I dreamed, big
3: dream. So, you, you know, listening to that, um, there's a couple different things that I take away from it. Um, one of the main things I take away from it is, is the part where he said, you just got to do, um, you know, when, when I'm, whatever I'm going through, uh, when life's got me down, whether it has to do with my family or, you know, um, this past weekend at the entrenchment to save the story, I had to rush out towards the end. Um, the opposition was real, uh, for me right at the end. Um, it's just a thing where I know God's got me and I'm just (laughs) going to do it as much as it might not be fun and it might be ugly. I mean, cause let's face it, you know, war is ugly and, uh, and we are in a, in a war, um, every day. And, and so, you know, just to put boots to the ground to that and, and stay motivated is, is sometimes hard to do. And we pray about it and, and try to work through our motivation through that way. But for me, it's sometimes it's just me looking in the mirror and talking to God and saying, you know, I got this, I can do it. Um, and let's go do it.
0: You know, you're talking about, you know, it's it's a daily thing. And, and, you know, war is typically fought in the trenches, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at least historically, you know, it's been fought in the trenches and it'd be easy to, to get in that trench and have it become a rut yep. if you're not careful without having a, a larger story perspective or having God to help pull you out of that, you know, into some other places, whether that's just mentally for a little while or spiritually for a little while, hopefully physically, you know, once in a while to where you can get a break. Cause I know that uh, just as uh, anyone in battle needs some R and R, you know sure. our, our soul needs it from time to time, and God's grace, He does give it to us. Uh, you know, it's not as often as we would like, and it's not as soon as we would like, but it's uh, in retrospect always in the right timing. You know, when He knows we can't really do any more, and and we're leaning into Him like we should be, He, you know, He He finds a way to give us some type of relief that looks different for all of us.
3: And I mean, it goes back to the sonship talk. I mean. You know, for me, where he gives me the relief is being with my band of brothers that have fathered me through lots of things in just a short amount of time. I mean, I've been hanging out with you guys for a little over a year now, and uh, just the the aspect of my life that y'all have seen and, and have helped me through, um, you know, by the grace of God, has just been crazy. Because you know, most people uh, that I know ha- would have seen half of what y'all seen and been like, I'm out. Yeah, you know, we keep a blog. Yeah, I figured yeah, as much. We, we keep away. like all right. This is a little too much. We're gonna kind of you know we're gonna yeah. cut them out of this group message. No, no,
0: <laughs> not usually. But uh, Danny, welcome to the show. Glad to have you with us. And I, I know that you know you slept in or what happened. You're a little I'm late. Not sure, what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right.
5: I'm working on uh, on call this week, so my schedule is from eleven to seven. So yeah, you get here
0: a little late. I know. Yeah. So. so anyway, motivation for you? How would you answer a question if David asked you one?
5: Well. The uh, he he opened up with nice. you know not in a classical sense I guess of motivation but you know being in the trenches and you know maintaining a I guess a fire if you would it, it's sometimes tough because you know life has a way of beating you down and sometimes it's just a matter of and it's already been said really well it's just kind of t- taking a step back. And just pausing for a moment, be it a day, be it, you know, 10 minutes, just to regroup and refocus and, and get back in the larger story. So, but we do need that, that sabbatical time, if you will, or that, you know, I think it was something about a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And so that, that is a necessary thing. So Sounds
0: familiar. Yeah. I read somewhere, something about <clears throat> six days and. A day rest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, football, something. I I remember during a really stressful time uh, in in my work, years and years ago, um, when I was married, Heidi had a great idea. She's like, take your Bible and then just take some time, even though you don't have time, and and read your Bible for 10 minutes. You know, and for probably six, eight months, I did that. And when I came back, you know, from that 10-minute break, you know, I was eating a sandwich, trying to, you know, I didn't have time, didn't have time. But my perspective was always so different. You know, I had enough energy to get through the rest of the day. I had a, a regroup, a recalibration, or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, sometimes I forget that it can be something as as little as a few minutes of doing something different. Uh, I know Ransom Heart for a long time, or Wild Heart for a long time, had the pause app, you know, where it would cause you to, they still have it. Still do. So where, you know, it, it prompts you throughout the day to pause. Right. Right, And so if that's something that sounds good to you, it's a free app. You can go on the app store, regardless what type of phone you have, they have it. It's called pause and, and it gives you the opportunity just to kind of do that during, because sometimes war doesn't give you a long break you know, and you have to manufacture the time to do it.
6: That was a trigger for me and that, and probably because I'm on the opposite end of the scale, but the world often will say, you know, don't just stand there, do something. And if you're in fast food, it translates into, time to lean is time to clean. (laughs) But uh, I think God often does, as you pointed out there, Danny, say, don't just do something, stand there, listen to me, have the relationship. Because that's really the key to motivation boils down to following God, listening to him more than telling him what you need. I mean, if we do pause and, and listen that, we will be motivated. Sounds like a, the show a couple weeks ago, right, Rodney?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> be, be still, still
6: and, know. and know. Yeah, Jimmy, you were floating around. You were being, being still knowing. Fixed, and knowing. Well, I was moving all the time, but not <laughs> mostly in bed.
1: <laughs> but, but that is so important to – you know, before anything you do, if you can actually go to God with it in prayer, that's great. I just know even, even today – I happened to think about that before both meetings. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna pray before I we went in there. And that also then, when I knew there's gonna be some things that could be confrontational, I guess, is a good word to use, and I'm like, okay. In those moments when those topics started hitting, I'm like, okay, God, here we go. How am we? And I, I remembered to do it, and I was like, kinda of like you in fishing, Robbie, it was one of those things where I wanted to do this with God, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it was so much calmer for me I could sit there and be relaxed and say, okay, Lord, whatever I have to say, I know it's coming from you instead of just being from me and say, okay, you're in this with me. I I feel you here and we're going to do this. And that is great motivation when you just can remember to bring him with you instead of just leaving him in the train station. Yeah, it's kind of neat. As I was listening to David, I was listening to all you
2: guys. I was thinking about all those same ideas because, you know, like James says, faith without works is dead. Right, and and, and I, I had this result well, revelation I guess would be this morning that your soul your soul is a believing machine right that that you believe stuff, and and that's really really important to whether or not you're going to act, but your spirit, right, it is a uniting machine. In other words, you your spirit always wants to unite with something, and so when. Um, you eat something, you're being united with it. Like when you take communion, you're in union with something. So the pausing idea is has to do with your spirit. But interestingly, the doing aspect has to do with your soul. And so if you're going to be obedient to God, as Jim was saying, you can't be obedient without doing. Okay? <laughs> because if you don't do, then faith with your body's dead. Okay? So... it's an interesting balance it really really is of soul and spirit like my soul needs to do my spirit needs to unite with god and but interestingly as you all were pointing out the union you know he wants to be worshiped in spirit and in truth and so the union is really in it's, it's like when you think about the um the clip from Hacksaw Ridge, where he says, I need to hear from you, I need to hear from you. Well, here's this guy screaming out there like, medic, right, okay, (laughs) oh yeah, that's why I'm here, I'm a medic, you know? So it was time to do, because he knew exactly what God wanted, and, and it becomes very clear. So if you know what God wants, it's time to do,
0: right? But if you don't, it's time to pause. Good stuff. So Rodney, you have a microphone in front of you and it's actually your time for a clip.
1: All right, let's let it roll then. Um, This, I used this clip before when we talked about fear and it came back to my mind when I was like, okay, because for me getting over certain fears, I I need motivation to do it because it's it's one of those things that when you have these uh, core, uh, let's say, fears or whatever you have that's keeping you from the will of God, you know that these things should not be controlling your life, but they are. Sometimes you need a little bit different motivation to go forward with. So this is Talladega Nights. And you've got Ricky Bobby, you know, he's it's a spoof on NASCAR. So he became a NASCAR driver from, from nobody. You know, he was just some pit guy. And the next thing you know, he's this rock star, you know, wonderful driver. If you ain't first, you're last. And the next thing you know... He has this big accident. And next after that, he's running around on the track, you know, in his diaper, basically. And he's like, I'm on fire, I'm on fire. So it's like, okay. He has this big nervous breakdown, and he can't drive race cars anymore. So for the first time in his long, long time, his father's back in his life, and this is the motivation that his father has for him to get back in the race car.
4: All right, Professor, what's the plan? Basically, what happened to you was that you saw the fear. So before you can even think about any real driving, you got to make friends with that fear. So, get in the car. Ah! There's a cougar in the car. Oh, there's a cougar in the car. I put it in there. You got to learn to drive with the fear. And there ain't nothing more frightening than driving with a live cougar in the car. God, where'd you get that thing? I trapped it. Been keeping it in my bathroom at the motel, feeding an old pizza. Now, get back in that car, you hear me? No, I'm not getting in that car. Hey, listen to me. If you're calm, that wondrous big cat will be calm too. But if you're scared, that beautiful death machine will do what God made it to do. Namely, eat you with a smile on its face. God, he's just following me wherever I go. Well, he's just looking at you. So you're saying if I just calm down, the cougar will be okay? You got it. Okay. Go on, son. You can do it. Come on. Oh, come on. <sighs> That's it. <gasps> and no sudden moves. Like, is this too fast? Yeah, right. oh my man, see? That's a little see? quick. You see what he did? Yeah, you got to be a little more deliberate in your movement. I'm just going to get in there. I'm just going to grab the handle. I'm just going to get in there and drive that car. But I'm going to do it calm. Calm. Oh, piece of I was just trying to stay calm.
0: Oh!
4: Oh, man! Sometime today, son. Okay, here we go. I'm getting in. <laughs> Ricky, control your heart rate.
1: That's all you got to do is just control your heart rate. Control your heart rate while a cougar's mauling you. Oh, man, that's the motivation right there. So for me, when I look at it, because there you've had the whole aspect of fear. For me, one of the horribly motivating things I've had in my life is the fear of man. So it's like, well, what does everybody else think of me it drives so much of how I think, how I act, what I do, what I say if that's my motivating fear, it leads to death. But now that I've come to Christ, it's like, wow, the fear of the Lord trumps the fear of man. And I can actually walk in life. And that, that walk is something that it's for Christians. It's like we were talking about earlier. It's hard for unbelievers to even under comprehend what, what we understand and and go forth in our walk and have confidence in Christ and have trust in him. But I can easily, you know, lapse back into the fear of man if I'm not keeping my eyes on Christ. So it's one of those things where the motivation when I can sense and know that I've got the fear of man, it's like, okay, I know I've got to change my fear to the fear of God, and then I can walk out of that fear of man. So it's it's motivation on both sides. And when I see, you know, Christ, if I'm seeing it in somebody else, if I'm hearing it from somebody else, if I'm reading the word, if I'm doing those things— that's more motivation to keep on that same path, to take that narrow path rather than the broad road. And that's one of those things where I can see myself bouncing between those states. And it's it's always motivation, whichever one I see myself in, to know that either I'm gonna move away from the fear of man or towards the fear of God, and constantly walk in that fear is that motivation. But learn to live with that and walk in it rather than just trying to beat myself up. Every time I'm failing, it's like, okay, I just, all I know, I just need to have a course correction here. It's not always easy and it's not always well done, but I know that there's a much
0: better side than when I'm in the ditch. And I know I can get out. So help me with, when you say fear of God, if someone's out there listening and they don't understand, well, I thought God is love. I, you know, why should I fear God? Well, because
1: he controls everything. He is sovereign and he is in control. Mm-hmm. I mean he is the one that controls our destiny whether it's going to be in heaven eternally with him or in hell eternally with the devil so you can you know take your choice and a lot of people make a very bad choice in this world but that's what the fear of man really our fear of God really is it's just knowing that who he is and he actually does control your destiny and your life and he is all sovereign and all powerful that's that's really where the 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 fear of God comes in
2: really an amazing word in Hebrew. You know, just to
1: say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, was,
1: was, was there somebody here that would know some Hebrew? would <laughs> <hoping laughs> be a show without. is. I'm hoping. Yeah, it is. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and so there's lots of aspects to it, and and maybe I like the word awe better. Like, and believe me, there's every reason to be terrified because, yeah, okay, but you know the closer you get to him or the more you begin to understand some piece of scripture, you realize how far from it, like this is so above my pay grade here. This is so beyond anything I ever thought. The wisdom of this just blows my mind. So the, the, as you study something or you get to know God, the more you're just overwhelmed at how awesome, I mean, and, and so it's kind of a neat thing that as you grow in it, you actually, in my experience, become more terrified but at the same time, you're more in love with it. It becomes joy, right? Because you're 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 like, man, this is like yeah. got He's got it beyond anything I could possibly imagine, and he's and he's more cool and more loving and all this. But by the same token, oh my goodness, you do not want to hurt one of his people. If you think Clint Eastwood puts it on somebody, I'm telling you, you ain't saying nothing.
3: Yeah, reverence is a great word. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. I think beer in some. You know, is not a bad form of motivation but for me. The f- fear that I had when, you know, I always go back to it—the day I walked into Jim's office—was what drove me to really start to strengthen, you know, my relationship with God. Being like, oh yeah, I mean, I went to church and, you know, I was what you call a watered-down Christian, and you know, I you said my pendants at church and everything like that. But really, you know, now where I'm at versus then, like, fear is what started me on that path, and then. You know, like y'all said, God showed me the joy with that.
6: If you know, I, th- I think of like uh, holy respect. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if if you think about, again, God is much more than our earthly fathers, but if you look at our fathers, we feared them mm-hmm. as growing up. We feared them, but we also loved them and we also appreciated their love. And that's, I wouldn't say it's exactly like that relationship, but very similar in the fact that, you know, God does just like our earthly fathers has an aspect of of not control but just guidance and presence in our life. Uh, there's that word again, but you know, just that, just that. You know, he is the one that created all this stuff. We do need to, to have respect, but not that trembling fear, unless, of course, we're on the other side and haven't got things right. Well, with the him. Ones so, that should
1: the ones that should fear don't. Right.
6: <laughs> when I was a kid. My father did switch me, and I did not like that. So there was a level of fear there. But I knew he had unconditional love for me, and the biggest fear I had was disappointing him. And that's, to me, a a significant part of my fear of God. It's not the punishment that might be there because Jesus Mm -hmm. took care of that. But it is the, you know, I don't want to disappoint him.
0: I think we have a quick second to get one more clip in. This is my clip. We saved oh, yeah. it for last. Thank you, David. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and play it and then could, I'm going to come I back and... I could have cut it off, yeah. but... You no, know, you can't. I'm running the board now. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to play it and then we'll come back and talk about it if we have time.
4: You've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me When the road looks Rough ahead in your miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old past said, Boy, you got a friend in me. Yeah, you got a friend in me.
0: Okay, so that was my clip, and I did kind of double dip from back when we, you know, had the show on you know our gift of Jesus. And and so I played uh, You've Got a Friend from uh, um, James Taylor, right? And that was the song that I played. But as you said, what's the motivation, David? Uh, This song came to mind, you know, and it's from Toy Story, and it's probably because I watched every Toy Story multiple, multiple times, and I've heard it countless times. But for me, the motivation in my walk with Jesus is that growing, deepening relationship because life continues to come at me. You know, That's not going to change. To infinity and beyond. To infinity and beyond, that's right. (laughs) You know, life continues to come at all of us, Right, And so I know that there's something coming around the corner because it's always around the corner. But the only thing it gives me peace in the midst of it is in that relationship. So I don't know what's going to, you know, what train's going to derail or what's going to hit the, I can't say that way. <laughs> you know, fad, yeah, what's going to hit the fan. Uh, next, but I do know that if I've got him, then I can get through it and I can find peace in the midst of it. And so for me, just focusing on, the deepening relationship is what keeps me motiv- motivated at this point and so we do have a boot camp coming up that's coming up uh, it's an advanced camp and it's uh, march 30th through april 2nd if you'd like to register for that go to masculinejourney.org if you'd like to ask any of us a question just pick our first name put at masculine journey no at masculine journey.org the email and you can email any one of us so just pick the name send it to us and we'd be happy to answer your questions but uh, anyway, we, we're glad that you joined us on this show. And David, any last parting thoughts you have on motivation?
3: Yeah, uh, this week as you're going through, just really pray on it and ask God, you know, what is he motivating you to do in your daily walk, whether that's your calling or maybe that's just speaking to a friend about it.
0: Good. it's good challenge. Anyone else got any last thoughts? We got about 30 seconds maybe?
3: No, not really. I just, I just <laughs> love the
1: fact that um, we've, we kind of came into this topic kind of wide open with all kinds of different places to go, and it's just kind of really, I think, solidified as we were kind of talking more about it. I personally
2: want to know what pen is. You did your penitence? Oh, thanks for pointing that out. Somebody somebody
3: else, right. I thought nobody else would have was that. Was that something you no, were wearing around your neck? All right. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah. To
0: be, be fair, I quit listening about halfway through what he was talking, so I didn't hear that. Part. I was going to say, yeah. normally it's that, That's what
3: motivates me, guys, is my real motivation, is, is to get Sam to listen to me talk. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, exactly. doing yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. penitence. All now. right,
0: so go to MasculineJourney.org <laughs> to register for the upcoming boot camp. We'll talk with you next week.